Hey everyone, welcome to CSM Secrets. And in this episode, we have Dana Alvarenga, the VP of Customer Success at Slapfy. And she is also the founding member of CS Insider. And Dana is very passionate about customer advocacy and customer marketing, a very hot and trending topic in customer success today. Let's hear more from her. Hey, Dana. We're so happy to have you in our CSM Secrets podcast today. Thank you for being our guest. Thanks for having me. So happy to be here. All right. So you've been in sales, business development, and customer success as well, right? Every aspect of a field-facing, customer-facing role, you've done it. For the benefit of new joiners in this industry, tell me how all this differs and what should be the outcome from each and where do you think uh, you know the industry is going towards? Yeah, that's a great question. So uh, I think my varied background um, definitely really helped um, bring different experience and skill sets to the CS world because even though customer success roles really aren't selling, um, you do need to have some selling experience in you um, really to sell yourself internally to partner with maybe it's product or support or marketing various teams to get resources for your customers. And then also you're selling yourself to the customers to let them um, let you in and and become kind of that trusted partnership and let them put their walls down to build that relationship. So I think all of those, that skill set of, of just learning to sell yourself internally and having some external sales skills does help uh, be a strong CS leader. Right. That's, that's great, right? I mean, though we are not uh, explicitly selling, there is always a uh, influence that you need to bring to the table and their prior sales experience never fails to help. Yeah. So exactly. can you define um, customer experience for us, right? I mean, in my understanding, I've always viewed customer success as a combination of customer experience, support, and other value additions that you will bring to the table. Now, any thoughts on one, I want to know how will you define customer experience? And second, your inputs on how organizations can effectively measure it, right? Yeah, so so how I um, define customer experience is I'm in a unique position in, in being in a smaller, um, smaller early stage startup organization. And I was actually employee number one. And, and employee number one was to focus on customers. And um, instead of just making it a more narrow role of just customer success. Um, it's it's been defined in in my role and in how I see customer experiences, the broad spectrum of like you mentioned, um, including support, um, including implementation, onboarding, really the whole experience end to end from even involved in the sales process of of what what experience that they're having, what resources that are provided to them during the sales process, all the way through to the renewal. Um, so measuring customer experience, I mean, could be from not only just measuring your, um, your renewal rates or your, your, your churn, um, also, um, measuring the number of, of advocates. Cause a part of that ex- customer experience part also not only driving customers to renew and engage with the product, but to become advocates and, and shout from the rooftops how much they love your product and yeah. them sharing their experience. So that's another way to measure experience of how many customer stories do you have? How many customer testimonials? How many advocates do you have um, going to bat for you? 
Absolutely right. I mean, the customer advocacy is the true testimonial of a well-delivered uh, customer experience. So what strategies do you recommend getting the customer to talk, right? Customer advocacy. How do you get customers to be your greatest brand ambassadors? The reason I'm asking this question is that not many customers are willing to talk or not many organizations are still open and out there asking customers for a referral. So any recommendations and strategies from you? Yes, I love this question. And um, the the main thing is you're you're not asking or begging for favors or um, saying here I'll give you a gift card if if you write a review or you say this one line statement we can put on our website. It, it's it's not that old school mentality of of begging for favors, but it's offering opportunities. Um, so offering an opportunity to one of your power users to showcase their success, and it's about them. It. Uh, Obviously, your product will, will will come to the top in that discussion, and it will be um, it will be a little obvious that they're talking about your product, but they don't have to mention your solution or your product. It, they're showcasing what they are doing um, and bringing them to the spotlight. So it's about your power user, your advocate, um, and and making opportunities for them to share their story and their successes. Right. Right. So looking at 2022 and beyond, uh, where do you see the future of uh, customer success practice? Some major trends that you would have seen uh, given your vast experience and presence, if you could share. Yes. So I think some of the trends in 2022 will be, as I'm in uh, a unique um, seat where I am a customer success manager for customer marketers. Um, and customer marketing is a huge, 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 huge growing function um, in the past year and one of the I think, top three hottest uh, roles for 2022. So I see there being a lot more synergy and partnership with these departments that isn't always across the board. Um, there is some friction still with customer success, um, allowing customer marketing into quote unquote, market to their customers or um, get them to become part of their advocacy program. So I see that becoming a lot more um, of a partnership in, in customer marketing, um, being being more in tune with the workflow and customer lifecycle that uh, customer success um, has been succeeding in the past couple of years. Yeah. So that takes me to a question, right? So what I have observed in multiple organizations is that in spite of customer marketing being a very evolving uh, function and a critical one, the marketing team and the customer success team continue to operate as, as silos. Uh, any recommendations from you on how we can break these silos and get more outreach and success in this space? Any strategies that you see is working? Yes, and totally agree. There, there are still those silos, and yeah. the people, the people that break down the silos are the ones that are doing great and have great advocacy programs and great renewal rates, et cetera. Um, But it's really, um, it it just needs that one person. If it's that that customer marketer that is that forward thinker and and wants to break down those silos and just really gets into learning what the CS um, team is doing, or if it's someone on the CS team that sees the benefit of bringing customer marketing in, it's it's really going to be the mindset of of that individual. and leadership, um, believing that customer marketing and, and customer stories, customer advocacy, customer programs are powerful and they should be a part of the customer success strategy. So it's a bit of both. You're going to need that that forward thinker to step out of the box and, and say, let's try something new. Um, and then also leadership top down, making it a priority. 
Yeah. So do you recommend creating a specific role called a customer marketer within the customer success function? That is one question. The second one is, does this person necessarily need to have marketing skills? Good. Great question. So I've seen customer marketing sit in various places, product marketing, um, in just the general marketing team and in customer success. Um, I think it's pretty valuable sitting in customer success. And that's obviously the places where I've seen it have the most success because they're closely partnered with the um, customer success professionals and um, giving them what they want. And that's another aspect of it is with customer marketing, it's it's not just a function or something to check off the box that you have that role. It, it needs to be going to the customers with the help of customer success to ask, what do you want? Uh, in Nine times out of 10, customers are going to say they want networking opportunities. They want to meet with their peers. Um, they want to collaborate. So so it's really finding out um, what the customers want and if it makes sense to have that type of role and then partnering with customer success to get get those customers that are hand raisers or that are power users to be a part of um, the advocacy program. Well, nice. I think... Um... I mean, uh, you could go on and on about this, uh, I guess. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right? Very <Yeah>. passionate. <laughs> Very passionate. And I can see that, you know, I'm not going to be able to cover the ground <laughs> in this time. But yeah, thanks for those amazing inputs, uh, Dana. Of course. And so you're also a founding member of uh, CS Insider, right? And I know it's a very popular community, a lot of contributions towards the community. So tell us about that. What does it do and who can join and how will anyone benefit from it? Yes. Um, so I joined that about this time last year. And when it started to be that kind of biweekly um, curated uh, newsletter with, with highlighting and spotlighting customer success content and articles um, and resources that were out there, it's pivoted in the past year to be a resource for breaking into customer success or um, up-leveling your role, looking for promotions. Um, so it's, it's now focused on just CS leaders in the space, um, writing articles about their experience, providing um, how-tos, etc. So um, anyone can write. They're always looking for for writers to contribute. Um, so feel free to to connect with me. I can connect you with the team, um, and uh, you just send in a proposal of a topic to write, and then it's um, reviewed and published. So it's sure. been fun. It's been a it's been a great group, um, and yeah, there'll be more to come with it in the coming year. Yeah, yeah. And and I would like to call out, right? I mean, I have seen no other community such as customer success that is so community driven. I mean, it is so helpful. People are always ready to share and, you know, nurture. And it's great to see people like you leading from the front. Yes, definitely. I, I appreciate that. And 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 that was that was one thing that I, I I there are a bunch of communities out there. And that's one thing I really enjoyed about just the CS community in general, aside from CS Insider, just customer success industry, and and I think <laughs> I think uh, maybe the pandemic brought it out because it, we're we're all looking to make a little bit more interactions and um, relationships out there. So that's where I kind of set out last year to really get out in that forefront and and share my voice and and network and meet meet more people um, because I wasn't doing it in my <laughs> in my personal or professional life as we were all home. So yeah. Yeah, the pandemic did some good finally. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you know? Yeah. All right. Are you ready for the rapid fire round? Yes. 
okay, let's do this, right? Let's make it fun for our audience. So the first one, right? My favorite question. So you're off to the moon and you're likely never coming back and you're likely working from there forever with Wi-Fi and food assured. What are the three functions at work that you would take along which you think is indispensable for you? Um, I love this. So on the moon, I, I would have uh, my CEO, really kind of the brains behind creating creating the solution and product that I that I work with. Um, sales, make sure that I'm aligned with sales and I know what what new new customers are coming in and what they're doing just to be able to be close with sales and to push them to be getting more business. And then um, our developers, I mean, they're the backbone of any SaaS company to make the product do what it does. So I want to make sure that I'm closely tied to them uh, to not only continue to build, but help me fix things if anything anything goes wrong too. <laughs> hmm. Okay. So the three skills that you're looking for in aspiring CS candidates, assume that a bunch of college grads with absolutely no skills in CS come to you. What would be the three skills that you would be looking for in them before they get on board your team? Um. One really, my, my top one, I know there's three, but my top one is definitely organizational skills. You need to be organized. Um, so having some form of how you organize yourself, if it's lists or calendar invites or a combination of both, just like showing an experience of what you do to organize yourself is huge with me. Um, and I think some form of um, just customer facing roles, if it's in hospitality, if it's in education, I think just, just anywhere where you're dealing with um, other people, was it a, a restaurant or you're um, working mm. in retail, um, that you can handle difficult problems. Um, and then that selling piece, uh, just having some sales aspect in you in some form, not necessarily a, a end-to-end SaaS uh, sales rep, but, but understanding a sales process. Um, would be important. Right. So if there is one favorite cartoon character that represents a good CSM for you, which one would you choose? Or a movie character? It could be anything. Yeah. Um, I would say the good character, it would be, not many people might not know this, but Masha from Masha and the Bear. Um, my daughter loves that show. It's on Netflix. And <laughs> it's like this little feisty little girl. And she lives at a train station with like all these animals. It's really bizarre. But um, she gets things done. She's a great pot problem solver. And she has fun. She's just really feisty and quirky. And I think that that, that would make I'm a good CSM. <laughs> I'm going to check that out. I have never heard this before. So yeah, thanks for that. So if, yes. <laughs> so if Dana were a popular personality who either lived in the past or is living today, a celebrity sorts of, right? Who would it be? Which famous personality do you closely relate to as, as yourself? Um, I'm not sure if I directly relate to a specific celebrity, but I probably in another life would have been on a reality TV show. I'm really, that's my guilty pleasure. I just love reality TV <laughs> shows and I probably would have been on there. So not a, not a real celebrity, but a reality TV celebrity of mm -hmm. myself. I feel like I would have been in a past life if I didn't go the path that I'm on. <laughs> <laughs> nice one. So what is a unique skill that you bring to the table that you think is impeccable for the success in what you do? that others can also learn, right? 
Yes, yes. So kind of similar of the skills that I'd look for in in aspiring CS candidates. Um, I mean, always be selling. So selling yourself internally um, to get to that next promotion, to get that seat at the table. Always be selling with your clients um, and just selling your solution and selling your your um, processes and then just being organized, um, having a process, having a set schedule. Um, and I think that that, that really helps um, just make you be successful. If you're not organized, then customers can see that. And, and I think it, it almost makes you not seem professional if, if you yeah. aren't prepared um, it, with um, what you need to, to bring for them because they're looking at you to be the expert. So yeah. you don't want to drop yeah. anything. Yeah, I agree. So according to you, where did you go totally wrong in your career in a career generally? Any misses that you couldn't tell others to avoid? So I um had an interesting path. I mean, the the only miss that I really made was um going into everything makes sense in my past career, but going into um recruiting. Um, I, I think it taught me something, but it, it it was not the right fit. I did not last long. Um, I got right out and got into a to a sales role, a business development role, but doing a recruiting position for finance roles. I know nothing about finance, so um, it it does appeal. And they recruiting positions and recruiting firms really sell themselves. And I think I just drank the Kool Aid. So that's that's where I went wrong. Mm-hmm. Okay. How do you handle tough situations in general, right? Your go-to strategy in one sentence that has helped diffuse an angry customer. Um, Really just listening, um, not being defensive. So just letting them talk first um, and letting them just kind of say everything that needs to be said, um, acknowledge it. And then if I can find a resolution, solve it while I'm on the call. If not... um, deflected and, and say, I will get a resolution, even if I know there may not be one. Um, but that's, that's really the main thing. It's just, just listening. There's, listening. there's not kind of one, one phrase. It's just listening. Yeah. Yeah, totally. So what is the funniest moment you've had with the customer? Like, you know, it's not always serious business, right? We also have our fun moments. Um, any, anything that you would like to share? Um. Well, I've been lucky enough to be with um be with my customers face to face on some meetups and working with them at some of their conferences so um i don't know if it was funny but it was fun just being i've been at vegas a couple times with one of my customers and and we've we've just had um just great just funny laughs and late nights um and it's fun to meet their customers that they work with because i'm working yeah. with customer marketers um so just just being in, in general, just being with them in person has been fun. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. It's always good to, you know, break some boundaries and be part of them, right? Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. So what does Dana, the brand, stand for in terms of value? Like if you're not in a room, what do you think people are talking about you? Um, if I'm not in the room, people are saying that I am out there planning something. I'm the planner in my personal life with all of my... Um, uh, daughters, family, friends, my friends, any play dates. I'm the arranger. I'm the planner. Um, and they'd say that at work too. If I'm not in the room, oh, Dana's planning something. She's building something. She's planning an event. She's um, making something happen. So, <laughs> so, so do you use checklists? Is checklist your favorite? <laughs> yes, I have a lot of checklists. Yes. 
Yeah, I can relate to that, Dana. So finally, you know, a quote, thought, words, or the upcoming event in Boston, whatever, like you want to leave our audience with uh, so that they can follow you, remember you, uh, reach out to you. Yeah, I would say um, just don't be afraid to try something new. Um, Try something. If it doesn't work, pivot. Um, I, I think that that's kind of the best thing that I've done throughout my career. I've built a lot of programs. I've started a lot of new roles and departments. And you just have to to try, see what works. If it doesn't fit or isn't right, pivot. Um, so don't be afraid to to try new things or start new roles or start new programs. All right. So that's a wrap. Thank you for um, you know being such a good sport. I think I took you to questions from here to there to personal and <laughs> professional, <laughs> and and it was so much fun uh, listening to your really spontaneous answers. Thank you, Dana. Yes, thank you very much. And that's a wrap. I hope you enjoyed this episode with Dana. And until I see you again with yet another influential customer success leader, watch out CSM Secret Space for more and enjoy learning. Thank you.